Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Take a second today to subscribe, and you'll never miss another story. Today's episode is called Grammy and the Star Soup. It's episode 19. Now, I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, ye time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones, and I'll tell you a fairy tale that I have come to know. And now it's time for our story. Episode 19, Grammy and the Star Soup. Under the starry night sky, in a village just below the foothills of the mountains of way over there, where the snowflake fairies nap in drifts that rise to the knees of the humble giants who roam those mountain ranges, there sits a wee cottage on the corner of yesterday and tomorrow. And what a lovely little cottage it is, too. Mm. With a thatched roof and snowy eaves, gingerbread shutters, and pretty curtains hanging in the windows. And if you peek in those windows on this particular night, well, you know what you might see? Grammy, with her knitting on her knee, sitting in her rocking chair before a bright, warm fire. And at her feet, her dear little grandchildren, snug in their pajamas. Hmm, now, what is that they're saying? Just a minute, let me check. Oh, of course. They're asking for one more story, as children so often do. Grammy, please, 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 please tell us the one about, about the bear, Sander was saying. Oh, no, don't tell us that one. That one scares me, said Sage. And then their older sister Arwen laughed. Well, then, what do you want to hear, scaredy cat? I am not a scaredy cat said Sage. I just don't want to hear the story about the bear right now, okay? You are too a scaredy cat. Am not. Are too. Am not. Are too. Am. Children, please, what kind of talk is this? I cannot tell you any stories at all over the sound of so much arguing. You three sound awfully grouchy. Maybe it's time for bed. Oh, oh no, Grammy, we, we weren't arguing, said Sage, giving her siblings her best scowl. We would never argue, Grammy, said Xander and Arwen together, sweetly. And then Grammy laughed, her knowing Grammy laugh. Grammys seem to know a lot of things, don't they? We are quietly listening, aren't we, Xander, said Arwen. We are, we are quietly listening. <clears throat> well, now, my darlings, I do have one story that I don't believe I've ever told you before. <gasps> really, Grammy? Oh, tell us that one, said Xander, please, he remembered to add. It was always a good idea to be polite when it came to Grammy, and 
anyone old, and anyone at all, really, he thought. It's not about bears, right? said Sage. No, Sage, my darling, it's not about bears. (laughs) Well, children, let me see. It was once upon a time, a long, 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 long time ago, on a night much like tonight. And I was but a wee child then, but still, it was just me and my father. And he bundled me up in my warmest coat and my woolen mittens and the wonderful hat he had knit just for me. And we went out for a night walk. Mm. It was bitter cold. (laughs) I remember that too. And the cold, the cold tried to sneak up my sleeves and down into my boots like the cold always does. Mm. But I was dressed for it and I would not let it in. I pulled my mittens up higher and my woolens down lower and buttoned the top button of my coat. I tucked my scarf up over my face and my hat. Oh, that wonderful hat. I pulled it low over my ears. The cold would not capture me that night. I made sure of it. Now, my father was a big man, and he told me to walk behind him in his snowy tracks because the snow, it was up to my knees, which wasn't very high, mind you, for I wasn't very tall back then. (laughs) Still, his strides were wider than mine, and I had to jump like a little bunny to get my boots to land in his big tracks. (laughs) I remember it was so much fun. I felt like I was a little bunny hopping along the path down to the pond. Mm, I could still hear the crunch of the snow beneath my feet, for it felt like magic to be out in the snow at night with my father. (sighs) Why would your father take you out on such a cold night, Grammy? asked Sander. Hmm, hmm, thank you for asking, dear boy. I like your question. Well, he brought me out to see the stars, for it was a clear winter evening, my darlings, on the winter solstice, the darkest, longest night of the year. Oh, said the children. And when we got down to the pond, well, I remember it like it was yesterday. The whole pond was covered in ice, of course, for it was gleaming in the moonlight, and the stars up in the sky were reflecting down onto the ice, so that the whole world seemed to be lit up from above and below. It was marvelous, and so, my father and me, we marveled. What a peaceful night it was, dark and bright at the same time. My father put me up on his tall, strong shoulders, and he pointed out the constellations of the stars. I could still see his gloved hand pointing up to Orion. Well, Orion is always easy to find with his three stars in a row making his belt. And then the north star of the Little Dipper ladling into the Big Dipper. Hmm. I wonder what sort of soup they make up there in the stars, don't you? Oh, Grammy, said Arwen. What, you don't eat star soup? asked Grammy. 
Grammy, there's no soup up there. Well, how do you know that, Mr. Sander? Grammy! Well, why would there be dippers and no soup? That's just sad. What if you get hungry up there? Grammy! (sighs) Oh, children. Well, back in those days, there was no one else around where we lived. And when my father and I looked up at the night sky, we could always see the Milky Way running like a glimmering river of stars through the darkness. It was breathtaking. Someday you might see it too, darlings, if you can get to yourself far enough away from all these city lights. It's worth the trip. But now, where was I? Yes, Uh, my father's shoulders, uh, looking at stars, and the frozen pond. Yes, so. There we were, children, and all of the sudden, the reflection of all those stars on the pond. Well, how can I describe it? Mm, They started to move. And we realized, my dad and me, that it wasn't stars reflecting at all. The whole pond was aglow, and the lights were moving almost like a dance. And for a moment, I thought it was fireflies, but it was much too cold for that. So we stood there as silently as we could, and we watched. And once I realized what was happening, I leaned down from my father's shoulder to whisper into his ear, And at that, my father let out a little chuckle, and he said under his breath, Well, I'll be. For indeed, there was nothing for it. It was fairies. And the whole pond was lit with these fairies, and they, they were ice skating, we realized. Can you imagine? And there was no wind, so the sounds we were hearing, it wasn't a breeze or the wind in the trees. It was fairy music, as though musicians were playing dancing tunes. Hmm. Why, it seemed to be a party, like an ice skating ball, I'll tell you. Now, my father nor I could ever have imagined such a thing could happen. And then there we were, seeing it with our own eyes. Of course, I had seen fairies now and again in the deepest parts of the woods, when I was out gathering kindling or following the deer trails. But to see so many gleaming in the night, children, that was a sight to behold, my darlings. I promise you that. And then they were dancing, and then they were skating, and then they were singing. Grammy! What? That's what it sounded like, Arwen. Really? Indeed, dear one. Indeed. It's a sound like no other. The sound of fairies singing. But if you listen on a midsummer's night, you might hear it yourself above the din of the cicadas and the noise of the hustle and the bustle of your city streets. When fairies are celebrating, they sing. I think I have heard that before. Yeah, of course you have, dear. You just didn't know what you were listening to. Children these days, don't get me started. Grammy! Children! (laughs) Well, 
After a while, and even though my father and I didn't want to go, our toes decided it for us. They were so cold, my father and I just had to go on home. And he carried me on his back through the quiet woods. I remember seeing bunny tracks in the snow. And when we got home to our little cabin, there was a thick porridge of star soup my father had put to simmer over the winter fire of the wood stove. And we ladled up big bowls full, and we ate it, and we talked of all that we had taken in that evening. So happy were we for the magic that we had witnessed, and the steaming star soup in our bellies, and the light of the fire sparkling in our eyes. And, as I recall, when my father tucked me in that night, we sent out our gratitude to the stars and the fairies, thanking them for sharing their magic with us. <laughs> and that's the story I have for you tonight, children. Did you like it? Oh, I liked that story, Grammy. Mm, I'm so glad, Sage. I'm glad too, Grammy. <laughs> yes, I bet you are. Oh, and I wrote a little song about it. Did I mention that? No, Grammy, you didn't mention that. Hmm. Well, I did. It's called The Night of the Fairy Ice Skating Ball. Would you like to hear it, children? Hand me my mandolin. When the stars shine on the ice, it's a marvelous sight. For the world seems to glow lit from above and below. And the wind down up blow, for the earth seems to know. Tell me 
secret place fairies go to dance in their rings of joyous ice skating. I have heard the folks tell of a place fairies dwell, but no man's ever been to the fairy ice skating ball. But if I could be there, oh, the dress I would wear. listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Subscribe today and never miss another story. The best places to follow me and my dog Roxy are on Instagram at April 8 Songs and Stories and on Facebook.com at April 8. And of course, on my blog, April8.com. And that 8 is always spelled out E. I-G-H-T. And if you and your children are enjoying these tales, please share the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast with your friends and family and take a minute to write a review to help other parents find these stories for their own children. And I would love to know how and when your family listens to my podcasts. So come and share that information with me on Instagram or Facebook or at my blog. I'd really appreciate it. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful just as you are right now.